everybody, we're back. It's the Whammy, and we're going to talk about another very special episode that's near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about the prizes from Fresh Year Luck. We're going to talk about Flocati rugs. We're going to talk about M&Ms. We're going to talk about gym cars. We're going to talk about 10 years of underwear. All the stuff that I could have collected over the years. And also a lot that I have in my house right now. I've got art. I've got furniture. I've got hundreds of cars. I don't know what to do. I'm so rich. <laughs> Here's Mike and Greg, and they're going to talk about the prizes from Pressure Luck over the years. This is It Was a Thing on TV. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 276, submission 1520, the WTF prizes of pressure luck. And we're going to talk about all versions of pressure luck and some of the wacky prizes and even like the archaic prizes that may have looked good in previous days, but are Total pieces of junk are totally useless nowadays. Oh, yeah. Some of them are just total crap. Well, I mean, again, technology changes. But, I mean, even if you look at some of the prizes from 20 years ago on Whammy, they're fossils, basically. There's no purpose in them. Literally. But, again, we'll get to that later. So, as you heard from the Whammy... We're talking all pressure luck this week. We talked about second chance on the previous episode. And now with season four, very close to starting, uh, at least uh, reruns of previous seasons airing on ABC, we're, we're sort of in pressure luck season now. And one of the things that we've wanted to cover for some time is just the really weird prizes on pressure luck, not just in this version, but also, again, in Whammy and also in the original version. And again, a lot of this is like archaic stuff, like who would pay that much for that thing back in 2002 or 1983 or 1984, but also just how useless it would be nowadays, I think is the more interesting aspect. So we'll start with the Tamarkin version. And one thing I noticed with the Tamarkin version, if you remember in the early to mid 80s, Inflation was crazy insane. I mean, if you look at back at like 1983, 1984, the cars that Price is Right and Pressure Luck gave away were generally in like the $5,000, $6,000 range. And then by like 1985, it seemed like Price is Right, at least not Pressure Luck by any means, but Price is Right was given away five digit vehicles. Oh, yeah. On a regular basis, not in like the uh, the three strikes plus situation where they'd be playing for a Corvette or a Cadillac or like on Golden Road. I mean, just talking about, you know, dice game is now for five digits. And uh, I don't think one away was five digits just yet since that just premiered. But still, you got five digit cars showing up. So, yeah, inflation was crazy insane back in the early 80s. And just seeing how some of the prices in the 80s varied from show to show is like kind of mind-blowing if you think about it. One example I'm going to give you is golf clubs. There's five different prices for golf clubs 
over the course of the original price of your luck. $320, $340, then we almost double it to $640, then it's over $1,000, $1,021 and $1,060. How does the price of golf clubs, unless it's a different brand, unless you go from some cheap brand to like top of the line Titleist or something, how does it triple or more than triple in three years or even less than three years? That's crazy. I don't know. But some other stuff that more than doubled in price in three years, for whatever reason, inflation or otherwise, the trip to Hong Kong. And everybody knows from the first couple of uh, episodes, the first, I want to say like four weeks, uh, where Scott Hostetler was like, Hong Kong, all right. A lot of money at stake. Stop. Stop at Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. All right. A trip to Hong Kong, Scott. So the price of Hong Kong in, again, under three years went from $1,918 to $2,306 to $3,036. So a $700 jump there to $3,148 to $3,184 to finally $4,328. And add another layer to this mystery. The trip that Scott won was the $3,036 trip. And again, his episode aired very early in the run. Again, more prices that, again, if it's due to inflation, holy crap was inflation bad in 1983, 84, 85. A trip to Puerto Rico, three different prices. Listen to how much these vary. $1,164, $2,516, and then $3,304. How does it, again triple in three years unless again accommodations change you get upgraded from coach to first class it doesn't make any sense unless you know really inflation was the culprit there yeah oh here's one prize that i'm like what the heck it's a prize to knott's berry form 486 dollars well, now that makes sense, at least. Well, yeah, you get tickets to the park. I'm sure there's accommodations there. That actually makes sense. On the same note, since we're pretty much done with some of the wacky figures with inflation, one that caught my eye and really made me, like, scratch my head, a trip to L.A. Chinatown. You're in Los Angeles. Do you really want to win a trip to Chinatown? I'm sure it's pleasant. But do you really want to pay taxes on, you know, visiting 10 miles away from uh, Television City or however far away it is? $334 for that. But some of the really, like, wacky prizes out there. Oh, Japan by rail. I'm guessing it's one of those bullet trains that you get to explore Japan in. Yeah, $4,184. Wow, that's expensive. Yeah. But yeah, to some of the wacky prizes, I think we have to start with the king of them all. Oh, yeah. The Flocati rug. And, you know, what is a Flocati rug? And even Peter on one episode, like during the end credits or at the end of the show, wore the Flocati rug on his head. (laughs) As a hat. As a hat, yeah. And I had a Flocati rug. I bought a Flocati rug from Ikea 
13 years ago when I moved into my house and it was not an expensive Flakati rug. I think I paid no more than probably $30 for it. So maybe it was like a fake Flocati rug, but other prizes, something called a jog and tramp. What? And what I think the jog and tramp is, it's simply just like a little trampoline. I mean, it's, it's maybe about three feet in diameter. It's not a full-size trampoline you and the family can jump on. And you're supposed to do like jogging exercises on it. And my mom had something similar to that. But I know my mother, and this is back in the 2000s. It wasn't in the 1980s. I know my mother didn't pay $189 for it, like the jogging tramp. Oh, no. This, I think, is the least expensive prize on the Tamarkin version. I think it is, too. But also, somebody who created this, could they have found a better name than the jogging tramp? No. The tramp part I'm, I'm really worried about. That's why the jogger is a tramp. But then just, you know, some of the stuff over the years that is essentially fossils. A cassette radio. You know, we don't have cassettes really nowadays. A compact disc player for $1,350. Now, admittedly, the price then is justified because compact disc technology was super new in like 1985. Yeah, and also... It probably wasn't even a portable player. It was probably like one of those big-ass compact disc players. Oh, no, you're absolutely right about that. It had to go with like a stereo console. Absolutely. It was definitely not portable. No, and, no. And by the way, later in the year in October, we will be doing something about the introduction of the compact disc to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the release of the CD. So we'll be talking about the beginnings of the CD and how the players looked back then. So something to look forward to later. All right. Here's a real fossil that really has been outdated for about 25 years, an electric typewriter. Oh, yeah. I mean, we use typewriters nowadays, but yeah, we generally don't use them because we have these things called computers. Actually, okay. True story. When I worked at Office Max, maybe about five or six years ago, we actually sold like typewriters from a brother. And we actually had a guy who like bought like all the electric typewriters. As collector's items or is something for like a business? Yeah, I guess a business. It's possible. I mean, I think nowadays the computer and a network printer would be a lot less expensive. And would probably last a lot longer, but not my money. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, movie cameras for $515. Because at this point, the VHS camcorder is probably about three years away from being a, a legitimate thing, albeit more expensive than $515. Yes. Well, I know if you go online, like on like some channels, like one of my favorite channels online is a channel called Technology Connections, which talks about the history of like some old tech item and how it worked. Like one of them is like the video camera. And like there were like a bunch of competing like video camera formats. Like there was like super beta, I think there was like a beta cam 
and there was of course the like more widely used VHS-C, which was like those little compact VHS cassettes that you could put it into an adapter and you could play it on a regular VHS machine. Yeah, I mean, that's what I have. Uh, back in like 2007, I bought a camcorder. Like seriously, at the worst time when smartphones are becoming more popular and even digital cameras are being used as video cameras, I bought this camcorder and it's exactly that type of that VHSC. And the only way I can play it back is if I use RCA cables to connect the, uh, the, the, the camcorder to basically anything that has an RCA jack uh, input. But I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I ha- still have it. And you talk about you spend money unwisely. <laughs> okay, one thing I want to mention is we have something for a video disc player. I'm wondering, would that be a laser disc? At this time, it has to be. Because the RCA CD player was still around at this time, at least when Pressure Lux started in 83. Like, I don't think RCA discontinued it till like, 84. Yeah, it had to be a laser disc at this point. Because I have seen some Price is Right episodes on Pluto TV on the Barker channel, where from, like, 82 or 83, where they offered the RCA player. Right. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Going back to some of the wackier prizes, there's something called an Odyssey. And if I remember correctly, I think it's a three-wheeled vehicle. Maybe it's like a an ATV type of thing. But it was called an Odyssey. And uh, for $1,778. It rings a bell. But again, it's one of those really weird things. And, and the thing is, Google doesn't have anything about this Odyssey vehicle, at least when I search uh, for Odyssey vehicle. Because automatically, it assumes I'm talking about the Honda Odyssey, which I'm not. No. But again, here's some stuff that really shows its age, that this is from 1984. A paging system. A paging system? Paging system, yeah. Pagers were all the rage back then. Yeah, I remember paging systems. But even better. An Olympic phone. Oh my god. Yes, because I have seen like on the uh, Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour on the um the what the later episodes, like the from the last month or whatever, with right. Gene Wood doing the fee plugs. Yeah, there was like an AT&T Olympic phone that's in the fee plug. A member of our studio audience will receive AT&T Showcase Olympic Commemorative Telephone and Sculpture. Celebrating the 1984 Olympics. Sculptures for your phone like this Olympic runner furnished by AT&T Phone Center. Yeah, because AT&T probably would have been the official phone provider for the Olympics that year. But $375 for the Olympic phone. Hey, AT&T needed to make money in 1984 after the Ma Bell breakup. I know. When the Baby Bells and all that came about, yeah, they had to make money somehow. They didn't have their monopoly anymore. Well, I totally to understand. Wait, well, they had to wait 20 years to get the monopoly back. So, Well, but still, I mean, I, I totally get it that they're losing money at this point because of the breakup. Absolutely. 
another kind of weird prize just because like just the weird factor toys there were toys on the board toys for 301 dollars i'm sure it was hit but it just seems kind of weird like i mean I, i don't think they were like transformers or name brand toys and really, when I think of it that way, it reminds me of what they did on Concentration back in the late 70s, where it was like the $6 million man figurine and like Stretch Armstrong and... Um, wait, were and, any of the, and, wait, were any of them Mego toys? Uh, no, they weren't Mego toys. Oh. I, I, yeah, I think they also gave away in the toy package, like Romper Room branded toys. So that's like Hasbro. What? you're too young but romper room had like a a line of toys and that was from hasbro wow before before hasbro became really 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 big oh yeah before they bought every board game manufacturer more or less yeah and had transformers and the like and also again talking about kind of weird uh, archaic prizes Video games and video game cartridges. I'm guessing it's whatever, like, Atari games that were left over in a warehouse somewhere during the crash. Yeah, this would have been right at the start of the crash. Or actually, if you... It's probably not at this point. If you're talking like 85, 86, when Nintendo... And we talked about this, where it was sold as an entertainment system, not video game, because... Uh, everybody thought video game was a bad word in 85, 86. I wouldn't be surprised if, again, cartridges, if it's just Atari cartridges. I don't think necessarily they'd give away in television cartridges because, you know, in television wasn't the thing everybody had. And ColecoVision, definitely not. But actually, the video games, I remember it wasn't just video games. I think it came with. I want to say a VIC-20 computer. Oh, okay. That it did come sense. with a computer. It, 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 was, it, it wasn't a console like the 2600, that. but it, it was like a VIC-20. I don't think it was Commodore 64 at this point, especially, but it, it was a VIC-20 with like four or five games. It makes a lot of sense because the home computing market was big at this time. Oh, it was huge. And we may be talking more about video games uh, from the 1980s in the near future. There is one final prize I want to talk about, Greg. Okay. And actually, this past week on Buzzer, they showed the Press Your Luck episodes from the week of Christmas 1984. I did not see whether this was one of the prizes on those episodes. They gave away a Christmas tree. What? A $542 Christmas tree. So think of the inflation on that. That would probably be in the range of like close to $2,000, maybe a little bit less. Give me one second. I'm going to go back to our old friend, the inflation calculator. You go to the inflation calculator, and I will say in recent years, I have seen at garden stores around here, one in particular, they have had. Artificial Christmas trees that are like, I want to say about 20 feet tall, 16 feet tall, and they went for over $2,000. 
Now, I don't think you're going to get a 16 or 20 foot tall artificial Christmas tree in 1984. But I mean, even if it's like an eight foot tall Christmas tree or a seven foot tall Christmas tree, $542 is real expensive in 1984, 85, 83. Okay, that would be $1,508.15 today. Which is still ridiculous for an eight foot tall or seven foot tall tree. I mean, this thing had to have been 10 feet or 12 feet or, and there even comes a a bigger issue with what if you have like normal height ceilings, like I do that are about seven and a half feet tall, how the heck are you going to get a 12 or 16 or 20 foot tree in there? I don't have high ceilings, just throwing that out there. It seems almost like a waste of money. If you're living in an apartment or you're living in a smaller house that can't fit this tree. And obviously you can't have it outside, at least probably not in 1983, 84. You know, you don't want your house going up in fire, but that, that's just another weird, weird prize. Before we close out, there is one prize I want to mention. Wagon trail tours. Well, now I think that could be a, a legitimate thing. Now, I don't know if it's necessarily in a wagon. That would be sort of odd. Yeah, if you're going through some trail in the West, the Chisholm Trail or uh, some of the other trails in the West, that could be interesting. Is it like city slickers? Do you get to go with somebody who's like Jack Palance? You'd have to think you would. You'd have to think there'd be some sort of guide. You're not just going on your own through the wilderness. You got to have some you know guide saying, okay, yeah, there's where the Transcontinental Railroad is joined or... Yeah, some of the different historical aspects. And, you know, since I did mention Jack Palance and City Suckers, I have to play this. Oh, no. I don't need some fancy cologne to tell me I'm a man. I use Skin Bracer. It smells great. But it also cools and tones my skin. Confidence is very sexy. Don't you think? Skin Bracer aftershave. By Menon. By Menon. I actually thought you were going to do one of two things. Why? I was thinking first, you're going to play the opening to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Believe It or Not. Or I thought you're going to do him at the Oscars doing the push ups. Oh, yeah, that was great too. Him doing the push-ups. So you swerved me twice there. You did a double swerve. You, you did the men in commercial. <laughs> the skin pressure by men in commercial. Which is oh, really Jack Pounce is a legend. Oh, oh that's amazing. Oh. Hold on a second. This will not be the last time we talk about Jack Palance this year on this podcast. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Stay tuned. All right. We will. But for now, let's go to, let's go. We're going to do it out of order. We're going to go to the game show marathon version. And again, if you don't remember that, that was with Ricky Lake. That was about, 2007 i want to say yeah it's 2007 and playing in pressure luck i remember leslie nielsen who else played in the pressure luck game was it that... tim meadows tim meadows was one of them yeah and then a female i forget which female competed in it was that kathy Najimy? Oh, kathy no you're right kathy and she won i believe and the thing is that sticks in my mind is leslie nielsen I don't know if he had any sort of mental conditions in terms of, you know, onset Alzheimer's or 
quasi-dementia. He was really totally out of it. I mean, even more out of it than he was on the Naked Gun movies. He just looked stone-faced. That's all I can say. He's like just borderline crazy, I think, or, or just had better things to do than play Press Your Luck. And really, there's not that much crazy stuff on this episode in terms of prizes. A desktop computer by Dell for $29.82, that's a little crazy. Yeah. But of course, you know, if it had like the modern amenities, like a halfway decent LCD monitor at the time, or if it had more than, say, three USB ports, yeah, that might make it worth it. But $3,000 for a desktop computer, that's, that's absolutely insane. And one other prize related to the Dell computer for $3,000. How about a Dell LCD TV for $2,299? Oh. That's how Michael Dell got rich, selling all this high-end technical equipment back in the late 2000s. $2,299 for an LCD TV. Not with my money. But hold on. We have an Xbox 360 for $510. It depends on what version of the Xbox 360 it was, but I guarantee you within six months, it'll probably red ring of death die on you. Well, I'm guessing that one had to be like the pro version with the big hard drive. I think by 2007, they had Xbox 360s that had HDMI ports on them. I think it was like the Xbox 360 elite model. So I think that might've started coming out around this time. Oh, well, I agree with you to a point. I didn't have the pro version. I had like the basic white version. Yeah, it was like the starter version, if you will. And that did have an HDMI port on it. Actually, they wanted you to buy the HDMI adapter until I became smart and said, that's an HDMI port there. Why can't I just put an HDMI uh, cord in there? And lo and behold, it worked. So I didn't have to give uh, Microsoft like whatever it was, $60, $80 for the adapter. I'm wondering if it also includes, because remember, this is 2007. Remember when Microsoft had the HD DVD adapter for the Xbox 360? I was looking for that. Yeah, well, not recently. I was looking for it back in 2007, 2008. But I remember that, yes. And that really, I think, went off the market maybe about 2009, 2010. 2008. But then again, you know, at this point, you've got like the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, obviously, in like 2014, 2015, that had DVD and also Blu-ray capabilities at that point. Yeah, uh, 2008. At least for the, the PS4. Yeah, 2008, it got discontinued because that's when HD DVD died. Oh, oh, that's oh yeah, the HD DVD because yeah, that was in competition. Yeah, I remember. Oh, good thing I didn't invest in that. That would have been uh, oh no, real bad. Oh, I got I got plenty of those on clearance though. I have it. I, I could believe it, and they pro- and they probably have value nowadays. Oh yeah, but don't buy any Warner Brothers HD DVDs though, because those have been subjected to like disc rot and all. Oh. Trust me, I have like a couple of HD DVDs from Warner's that have some disc rot on them. So, not fun. No. All right, we're gonna just jump right into Whammy now. We're gonna get into the Todd Newton game with some of the wacky prizes there. And I'm going to start with a submission from Chico. 
the one thing he considered a wacky prize, and it is a wacky prize because generally you don't have non-gourmet food as a prize. I mean, you've got like lobster gram and yeah, sometimes have like Omaha steak and stuff like that. But Whammy offered, and I think this is from this brand store in Las Vegas, if I remember correctly, $200 of M&Ms. And they even had an M&M logo on the, on the board. I don't think I've eaten $200 of M&Ms in my life. But again, some of the sort of outdated ones. How about a Borders bookstore gift card? Ooh. Yeah. Now, some of these, really, some of these items, yeah, Borders lasted until, what, about 2010, 2011. Some of these items, if you didn't redeem them within like a year or two, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. It would just go away. Yeah, well, no, it would just totally disappear. Like uh, another prize, a Spencer's gift card. You remember Spencer's? Oh, yes, of course. Who doesn't remember Spencer's gifts? Oh, Spencer's was great uh, for a number of reasons. I'll, I'll admit it since I'm an old pervert. The racy uh, greetings cards with the naked women on them. Not that I ever got any, but I know, you know, people who've received them. But I have mentioned in the past that one story in the uh, first season of How I Met Your Father about how Sid bought the poster of Sophie's mother from Spencer's Gifts and he bought a lava lamp and he tried to lose his masturbation virginity to the poster. You talked about that. Oh, and no. the lava lamp ended up on his hamster and it died. It was the summer after seventh grade. <laughs> I'd just come back from my favorite place in the whole damn world. Spencer's Gifts. I'd gone there to buy one of those sick-ass lava lamps. Then I found something even better. That night, I set everything up just so. I don't want you to see this, Slim Shady. But just when I got down to business, something horrible happened. Sid, I'm doing laundry. Big deal, so she caught you pulling your Paddington. No, 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 I'm not done. Siddhartha, are you awake? Slim Shady, please stand up. Yo, you've mentioned that. No. A sad ending. And you see, the, the other thing I was going to say about Spencer Gifts, and this is 100% true, I found like the Sale of the Century board game there, brand new, like in 86 or 87 oh. for like $6. Oh my. They God. had some really good stuff there. That's the only place I saw the Sale of the Century board game. I bought it. It was like $6. And it retailed for like 30 because that Quizzard. Oh, yeah, the Quizzard. Oh, that I, was great. I always wanted to get that. The Quizard or the Sale of the Century board the sale, game? Both, the Sale of the Century and the Quizard. Well, obviously there's eBay, but also there was a Quizard board game, I believe in 1988, with actually like a high quality Quizard with like six plastic arms, not the wires that the Sale of the Century version used, but it was basically a, a race to the buzzer. Oh. And that actually sells for a good price on eBay last time I checked. And I have, I think, two, maybe three copies 
in my house because I'd find them at thrift stores for like $2. It's like, this is worth more than $2, even if it's broken. This is great. And I think it goes for like $20 or $25 on eBay. But again, I haven't looked for a good 10, 12 years because I don't need any more quizzards. One prize that I find curious is the MP3 watch slash wrist MP3 for $200. So what, it's a watch on your wrist that plays MP3s? Maybe like an Apple Watch z- version 0.01? I don't know. Maybe? I don't... That just seems bizarre. But, but also, get, given its 2002 technology, it probably holds like five songs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it can't be much bigger than, say, like 16 megs or, or 32 oh. megs. I oh. mean, by no means is it gigs. It's megs. Oh, yeah. I watched on the Oddity Archive yesterday. Ben had two MP3 players. It was a Diamond Rio and an RCA. I want to say it's either the Lyra or the Lyra. Uh, Lyra. It was Lyra, yeah. Yeah, the RCA Lyra. And those things, like, barely held any songs unless you had, like, a huge card. And even then, if you had, like, a big card, like, say, 64, like, megabytes or 128 megabytes, like depending on the size of the card and how many songs you had on it, it would be like really slow in the demonstration you showed to load the songs. And even then, like with the um, demo we showed, like there was like no guarantee any of the MP3s would even play. Like I think in Ben's demonstration on Oddity Archive, like for every 20 songs that he put on the card, maybe two actually worked. That's really bad. Yeah. And I'm comparing that to something I received when I did the hardball event back in 2002, 2003, one of the gifts they gave everybody that made the finals of it was a digital camera. And this thing, it was small. Uh, I can't even compare how small it was. It was like about two, two and a half inches square by maybe about an inch thick. I mean, this thing was really small. I've got it somewhere in my basement, but I'm pretty sure a probably doesn't charge uh, up that well or even hold a charge, but also B I don't think I have any um, SD cards that fit it because I think the biggest SD card you could use is 64 megs, but that thing would allow you to play MP3s and there were no issues with skipping or anything like that. I mean, the, the main issue is, you know, since it's a camera and an MP3 player, yeah, you don't want to take too many pictures because you're going to run out of space for the MP3s or vice versa. Don't want to add too many MP3s because you won't be able to take pictures. Even though the pictures, I think, were, I want to say some ridiculous uh, dimensions like 640 by 480. I mean, this is true 2003 technology. But I love that little thing. Yeah. Oh, pasta for a year for $330. Now, what type of pasta is it? That, that's what I'm curious. It has to be some sort of gourmet pasta. It's not like they're giving you Kraft macaroni and cheese or cream mets or something like that. Oh, no. NASCAR racing school for $499. What the hell is a NASCAR racing school? Well, well they have some sort of simulator in Las Vegas, I believe. I think oh, that's where it actually took place. So I don't know if there is a trip to Las Vegas involved too, but I think that's what it is. 
because oh. you can, or, or maybe it's not a simulation, but maybe it's one of those fantasy things where you drive a NASCAR car for five minutes or two laps or whatever, and and get your picture taken with the car or something like that. Oh, okay, that sounds nice. Now here's one that's archaic, and if you're a TV fan, you know why. Handheld televisions, two hundred dollars, two forty nine, two fifty. Three different prices on the handheld televisions in two seasons, and they'd be rendered useless because oh, yeah. remember everything became a digital signal in two thousand nine. So you legitimately maybe got six to seven years out of that television. You couldn't even get your money's worth out of it. Unless you could find some way to get like a digital tuner in it or something. And I don't even know how you put a digital tuner in one of those things. I'm sure like some modder could figure out how. Yeah. But speaking of televisions, here's another one. This might be even a bigger waste. Well, there's a couple of them. One is a car headrest TV. Again, if it doesn't uh, take digital signals, it's useless after 2009. But I think there's one that's even worse. And this is worse uh, for a number of reasons, not just uh, the lack of receiving digital signals. Just let me tell you what it is. And then you'll be like, that's a stupid idea. That's a real stupid idea. An in-dash television. What? $1,200, an in-dash television. Is this not an accident waiting to happen? Why do you need an in-dash television unless it's for the passenger or if it's for the people in the back seat? Plus, you know, what happens? How do you change channels? I mean, there's got to be a remote control and... It just sounds like an absolute mess, an in-dash television. I, I don't get it, and I, I, I really don't think I want to get it. That makes no sense. And $1,200, again, totally, completely useless in 2009. So be careful what you wish for. Oh, here's one. American Eagle silver dollars for 1260 What are you going to do with silver dollars? hold on to them but $1260 of them that had to be i'm guessing at least 50 silver dollars cuz yeah i don't remember the price of silver in 2002 2003 but even at like $24 a piece well that would be 50 of them would be $1200 i don't know i i remember getting silver dollars or not silver dollars, American Eagle silver dollars, big difference. I remember getting American Eagle silver dollars from a local coin shop in 1987 for $5 a piece. I don't think silver went from $5 to $24 in 15 years, but I know I got rid of my uh, American Eagle silver dollars in 2011 at the perfect time because it peaked at like $37 and I sold them for $32 a piece. But that is a lot of silver. I mean, I'd almost rather have like bulk bullion silver than American Eagle coins at that point. But still, I mean, it's not like you're getting one or two uh, American Eagle dollars. No, you're probably getting, based on market value, I'm going to assume at least 50. Here's another prize. We we're talking about Spencer's gifts earlier. 
I can't even imagine what this is. A Spencer's glow in the dark kit for $225. Oh, I have an idea of what would glow in the dark if you know what. Oh, I know too, but I, I don't want to think about it. Boring. <laughs> That'll come in well if you're watching Silk Stockings. It wouldn't have been on the air in 2002. What if you had a VHS recording of Silk Stockings? It's possible. I don't know. Or maybe you just uh, held on to it for 20 years and you're watching the reruns on Z Living. I don't know. But that was what I was thinking about when you talked about the, I have an idea for the glow in the dark kit. It's like, oh, Greg, don't go there. And you went there. I did. Oh, an antique popcorn machine for $1,100. Would this be an actual vintage antique popcorn machine? No, you know what it probably is. What is it? If you ever see on Price is Right, they give away those popcorn carts. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting it's one of those because oh. uh, one of the shows of, uh, I saw, one of the prices rights I saw in 2006, it gave away one of those popcorn carts as an item for bid. I don't remember the price, but I want to say it was in like the $1,000 range. And it was just like a pushable uh, popcorn cart on wheels. Uh, not Nothing kind of fancy, but... Uh, yeah, probably a nice little conversation piece at parties and stuff. All right. Oh, pizza for a year for $500. Well, that makes sense. A pizza a week at about $10 uh, a pizza. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting a pizza for a week. Hey. I, I was going to say, it's, it's the Eddie Mecca Memorial Pizza uh, for a year. Hey, we're eating $500 worth of pizza. Hey, then we're going to go disco. Oh, my gosh. And after you have that pizza, you could have your own Melrose Avenue shopping spree for $1,000. I don't think $1,000 is going to get you much on Melrose no. Avenue. No. That's not going to get you anything. But you know what you can come home to? What? You can come home to a plasma TV. Oh God! For six thousand nine hundred ninety-six dollars. Oh God! You, you remember when plasma TVs were twelve and thirteen thousand? Oh jeez, I don't even want to remember those days. Well, yeah, I mean, people bought them. It's oh, we got this plasma TV. It's twelve thousand, ten thousand dollars. Now it's down to seven, and now, and th- that's obviously much outdated. To the TVs we have nowadays for like three and four hundred dollars. Seven, I can't believe anybody would spend seven thousand dollars on a plasma TV, even back in 2002, 2003. The Goped scooter, one thousand ten dollars. I'm thinking this is around the time that the Segway became popular. I'm wondering if it's a knockoff to the Segway. Possibly. I don't know. All right. One more before we move on to the current version with the really wacky prizes. A couch potato dream. $1,337. What does a couch potato dream mean? I mean obviously, there's no $7,000 plasma TV. You know, was it just like a, a halfway decent TV and a VCR and a couch? I have no idea. One thing that we totally forgot to talk about 
Thank you, Whammy, for reminding us from the open, the gem car. Remember, on Whammy, you had to hit the gem space, and that got you half the car. Then you had to get the car space on round two in order to win the gem car. That, I think, was only in the first season, because in the second season, they actually had a full-fledged car, and somebody did win that on an episode. But that takes us to the current version. And oh my gosh, I think we're going to just talk about the wacky prizes because obviously after three years, there's not many, you know, outdated items. Oh, the appeal of the new version is the crazy prizes in the bonus game. Oh, oh, especially, yeah, those personalized prizes in the bonus game and just how expensive they are. But even in the main game, there's some wacky stuff. And I think the first one we really noticed in the first season, Greg, you know where I'm going. Oh, what is it? The statue of you. The statue of you. You and get then... a, a custom-made statue for $7,900. And this was the origin of the McLean Stevenson fantasy prize that I have. If Greg got on the show and won that prize, he's making it of McLean Stevenson. But I think it's only been offered once. I think that's the case with a lot of these prizes. Obviously, the personalized prizes would be a one-time only deal. But I don't think any of these prizes in normal first-round play ever repeated. I'm talking about the weird prizes. I'm not talking about the car where, you know, you might have uh, some fancy SUV and then either later that season or in the future season, you get that same automobile. I'm just talking about some really wacky prizes that are one-offs. Another wacky one-off prize, and this clearly wasn't hit because there's no price listed, a jetpack. A jetpack? In in case you wanted to to do the Rocketeer. In case you wanted to be Sean Connery in Thunderball in the opening sequence. I don't know how that would work. I mean, I've seen sort of jetpacks work over water where they use the water pressure to elevate you but you need to be in water that's the the one key thing but yeah a jetpack remember that guy who would use the jetpack in sporting events oh yeah yeah i'm sure if you have enough condensed air it'll get you off the ground for a while but once you lose that pressure you better be low to the ground or else it's going to really hurt one common thread you're going to see here with some of these prizes is there for life or for a year or for a certain period of time. And I'm adding that because the next prize I see is coffee for life. Coffee for life. Now, it doesn't say it's freshly made like Starbucks. It's Don Francisco's coffee, not the Don. I don't think it's the Don Francisco from Sabado Gigante. I think that's just like your regular beans that have been roasted and you've got to grind it at home or maybe there's an instant version it isn't like starbucks where okay give me a latte and they give you a latte i think this is actually coffee you had to make at home and i don't even know if there's any sort of uh keurig uh, uh k-cups for uh don francisco i don't think so i could be wrong i'm not a coffee drinker but in that same vein while you enjoy your coffee for life how about Having some cupcakes for a year. Ooh, cupcakes for a year. 
Now, one thing I'm wondering, and this comes from a bakery in New York City, I'm guessing they would send you X number of cupcakes per week for a year, whether it's 12 or 24, and they'd have to ship them to you, FedEx them to you probably overnight. I would hope they're overnight because I wouldn't really want to be waiting for three or four day old cupcakes. I'm sure the logistics of that is overnight, but yeah, I don't want like three or four day old cupcakes. That's just doesn't sound good. Oh, now this, I remember, I I don't, I I really don't remember it as a prize on pressure luck, but I remember it being promoted a gold iPhone, a gold iPhone. Well, if you remember, I I don't know if it was like the iPhone 11 or the 12. I don't don't think it's the 13. They offered like different versions of the iPhone. You had like your regular one and then you had like the iPhone plus the, the bigger one. And then I think the plus they made a solid gold version or maybe it's like a 14 karat gold version, not a 24 karat. And if I remember the price on that was like $12,000. And they only made, I want to say like a hundred of them. It was like a very limited item. So it's one of those things that, you know, if you're a big time celebrity, you know, you, you want to show your, your cachet and whatnot. Hey, look at my gold iPhone. That's not something for us normies. But yeah, it was a gold iPhone. The case I think was gold. And again, I don't know if it was 24 or 14 karat, but it was not like gold plated. It was gold. Oh my God. We have a trip to Wimbledon for $12,000. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, those tickets aren't cheap and I'm sure they give you the best experience possible. The best hotel, the best food, the best flight there. Oh, I'm not surprised that's that expensive. You know what? You get your money's worth if you got a John Eisner match at Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. If you get uh, the Isner-Mahout matchup, you got your money's worth playing for three days. That is one of the best things I've ever seen sports-wise. Going to what? Like 72-70? That's amazing. And again, it was played over three days. That's how long it lasted. Yeah, I think they were already in the third round by the time it was done. Oh, yeah, they were behind a round. So, yeah, they had to catch up, but that was absolutely amazing. More stuff for a year. How about roses for a year? Now, that's good. I mean, if you're married or if you have a girlfriend, you know, getting them roses every week or twice a week or whatnot. And they're not cheap, especially if you're doing a dozen roses at a time that may run you, I'm guessing, about $30 for a dozen, maybe $40. That could be an expensive prize. Yeah. Oh. How about bagels and cream cheese for 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. I'm sold. I, I'm sold. But again, how many bagels? I mean, are you getting one bagel a day and yeah, just with a sh- smear of cream cheese on it? Or are you getting from like Brugger's bagels, let's say? Are you getting one of their baker's dozen packs with two of the cream cheeses? But that would be expensive because. If you got one of those baker's dozen with the two things of cream cheese, that's like thirteen, fourteen dollars oh, yeah. times fifty-two weeks times ten years. That's like seven thousand dollars. Yeah, seven thousand dollars of bagels. I'm in. That's great. How about a fighter jet experience? What? I'm gonna assume. 
maybe not necessarily with the Blue Angels or, or uh, one of those uh, flying teams, but I'm guessing something similar to that where you're in the cockpit and they almost like the NASCAR experience we, we talked about earlier. Maybe you fly around for five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, and then you land and get some pictures of the pilot, get some pictures of the plane. It's got to be something like that. But no, as a teacher at a STEM school that deals in aviation and aerospace, that actually sounds kind of fun, even though, given my condition, probably cannot get into the jet. Plus, also, I'm a big guy, so probably couldn't even get in the jet because of my, my girth. How about a $10,000 Dolce & Gabbana package? I just think that's crazy. $10,000 of Dolce & Gabbana. And I know, you know, watching Prices Right, I see designer shoes, like three pair going for $2,500. That just blows my mind. $10,000 of Dolce & Gabbana, which may consist of like three outfits for all we know. How about ice cream for a year? Ooh, ice cream you, for a year. You got your bagels. You got your cupcakes. You got your roses. Hey, let's have ice cream. Now it's getting really romantic. Let's have ice cream. And I'm guessing it's probably like Ben and Jerry's, the good stuff. They're not giving you a local brand or fake vanilla. You're getting the good stuff. You're getting the Americone dream. You're getting Cherry Garcia. Man, that's making me hungry. Oh, my gosh. I remember this on uh, Pressure Luck. A mechanical bull. A mechanical bull. A mechanical bull. A $15,000 mechanical bull. If you wanted to recreate John Travolta in Urban Cowboy, you're set. That, or if you want to set yourself up for a lawsuit, because I'm sorry, that thing throws your friends off. They're going to be suing your butt because they're going to be in pain, especially if they do something to an ankle or a knee. It sounds, in theory, like a good prize, but I just see liability issues oh, up the wazoo. Hold up, I just thought of something. Okay. What if that was the plot of an episode of Sex Sent Me to the ER? <laughs> Are you implying that they're having sex on the bull or that the bull threw her off with such force that something happened? Both. Just say just say both. Thank you. Let, let's move on really fast. Oh, oh, my gosh. 12 years of bacon. 12? No, not 10 years of bacon. Not a lifetime of bacon. 12. 12 years of bacon. 12. How they come up with 12? I don't know. Oh, my. And the price of bacon is expensive, so that's not a bad price, actually. A stocked vending machine. A stocked vending, and it doesn't say whether it's soda or candy, but a stocked vending machine. And vending machines, they are expensive. They probably run, I'm guessing, probably a good four or five thousand dollars a piece new, if not even closer to like seven or eight thousand. But to have it stocked. Oh man, I just feel the diabetes setting in even further. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. This sort of takes me back to sex at me to the ER. Five years of wieners. $3,600. Five years of hot dogs. Notice none of these are really healthy foods. Maybe the bagels a little bit. But, yeah, we're talking 
cupcakes and ice cream and hot dogs and bacon. And how about gumballs for life? $4,232 worth of gumballs. What about toothpaste for life? Oh, well, yeah, keep your teeth clean after eating all the ice cream and the cupcakes and the gumballs and the bacon. Toothpaste for life. Oh, my gosh. Oh, an animatronic bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> an, like Chuck E. Cheese, an animatronic bear? Maybe you get the entire rock of fire explosion. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. An animatronic bear. Oh, how about more snacks? Donuts for a year. And even more specific, not for a year. How about an actual quantity of this item? 500 cheesecakes. 500 cheesecakes. Oh, my gosh. And, again, staying within the snacks. Again, because, you know, there's no healthy foods here. How about licorice for life? Not a big fan of licorice. All right. Uh, groceries for a year. I mean, I know we've seen that on Prices Right, but actual groceries for a year, $7,384. That's actually kind of useful because it's not 10 years of cupcakes or licorice for life or any of the other goofy, the bacon for 12 years. Yeah, I that's that at least makes sense. And hey, staying with the food, we're going to go to the drink side now. 12 bottles of Dom Perignon. I know that stuff isn't cheap. And I think that's a case. I think a case of Dom Perignon is 12 bottles. That's got to be pricey. And that might be more of an investment than anything else. Going back to the American Eagles from earlier, that might be something you just want to hold on to. And then in 20 years say, hey, I've got 2019 vintage or 2020 vintage Dom Perignon sealed in the, the case or the crate. That might be something that you could uh, could flip pretty easily. Oh, hey, more trashy food. Tacos for life. Tacos for life. $8,928. I hope for that price they're good tacos and not Taco Bell tacos. $9,000 of tacos. You know what that makes me think of with the tacos for life? Please don't play It's Raining Tacos. No. What are you going to spend your money on, kids? There's a special on tacos down at the taco mat. 100 tacos for $100. I'm going to get that. I'm going to contribute my money to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Tacos? Public Broadcasting? I won't have you kids throwing your money away like that. You're both coming downtown with me, and you're going to put that money in the bank. Boy, I sure could go for 100 tacos right about now. No. <laughs> Yes, this should provide adequate sustenance for the Doctor Who marathon. <laughs> but which doctor? I'm pretty sure it was probably uh, the fourth doctor because that was. I was gonna say it has to be Tom Baker if it's a, was, you're getting a hundred tacos. PBS at that. Well, time. yeah. Well, well, again, if it's a hundred tacos for the Doctor Who marathon, it has to be Tom Baker. It's clearly not somebody like Sylvester McCoy Peter, or Peter Davison. Yeah, not to be confused with the Pete Davidson that just left SNL. Although it would be funny if Pete Davidson was the doctor. 
and his companion would be Kim Kardashian. No, 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 no. I don't want Kim Kardashian going anywhere near Doctor Who. Could you imagine, though, she'd have the biggest caboose of any companion, though? <laughs> I can see Pete Davidson as the doctor saying, why isn't the TARDIS moving? What's wrong? Oh, it's your big fat ass, Kim. Get out. <laughs> Kim's ass just totally stops the TARDIS. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, you know, for all this food we're talking about. Yeah. There's one prize that can really help us out. All this nasty food, junk food. How about a hundred belts? A hundred belts. A hundred belts. A hundred belts. I don't even know what you do with a hundred belts because I go through a belt like once every year or two. So a hundred, that would last me till probably about 2,200. I don't know what I'd do with a hundred belts. But again, you know, because you need a hundred belts, how about we add more junk food? Nachos for life. Mm, nachos for life. Oh my gosh. This, I, I, I'm glad this didn't get hit and I'm glad we don't have video of it. This is an actual prize. Naked bungee jumping. Oh God. Naked bungee jumping. Oh, another prize that could potentially be something on sex sent me to the ER. Naked bungee jumping. Yes. I'm not even going to ask how that works. I'm just going to move on and say lifetime supply of toilet paper. Well, toilet paper is not cheap. Yeah. No, I, I just bought like, I think a eight roll pack and it was like close to $16. So no. Oh, and this might not be bad if you run out of your lifetime supply of toilet paper. Underwear for 10 years. Well, now that I wonder what the price would be on that because, yeah, the price of underwear, depending where you go, is really fluctuates a lot. You know, if you go with the old Fruit of the Looms or the Hanes, it's not expensive. But if you're doing like Tommy John, and I've actually researched this because uh, I, I, I hear these ads for Tommy John, what makes them so special? A pair of Tommy John underwear is like $33. You know what you made me think of with the underwear for a year? Ten remember? years. Ten years. Ten not years. one year. Ten years. Oh, ten years. Whatever. A year, ten years. Do you remember the South Park episode with Cortman that you pulled away? Hi, Billy Mays here with another fantastic product. If you're like other Americans, you love to eat Chipotle, but you hate all those terrible bloodstains in your underwear. I love Chipotle, but getting all the bloodstains out of my underwear is a nightmare. <laughs> Well, now there's a product that can clean even bloodstains caused by Chipotle right off your underwear. Chipotle away! Just one Chipotle burrito can leave up to a quarter cup of underwear blood. But Chipotle away makes your underwear clean and ready for more. Stop buying new underwear every time you eat Chipotle. That can cost you thousands. Chipotle away gets rid of bloodstains and leaves underwear good as new. Imagine having underwear so clean you can practically eat off of it. Mmm, Chipotle. Now you can eat all the Chipotle you want and still have underwear that sparkles and shines. Order right now! That product changed my life. It really works. I use it all the time. What? Are you serious? Oh, I was afraid you were going to say the underwear gnomes. No. The, the underpants gnomes. The Chipotle way they got the bloodstains out of your underwear. 
Yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh. Again, more junk food. How about Pop Tarts for Life? Oh, yes. Pop Tarts for Life. How about, and I'm guessing this is a professional grade item, an orange juicer for $9,900. Ooh, an orange juicer. That orange juicer better have like chunks of gold in it for $9,900. I mean, I, I'm used to like my little juicer that costs like $100. That has to be like an industrial strength juicer where it gets every last drop out of the orange for $10,000. Hey, Greg, you mentioned earlier that the new season is going to be starting like around 4th of July. Yeah. How about an appropriate prize? And I think this is actually a prize that was given away on the 4th of July show one year. I don't know if it was 2020 or 2021. How about a lifetime supply of bomb pops? Mmm. Bomb pop. I'm not even going to ask what this is, and I'm afraid to ask. A human bowling ball. I'm guessing it's like a Zorb ball, if you know what one of those is, the, the if for Zorbing, where they put you in this big, like, plastic sphere that has you, like, covered on all sides. You can't even move. Think of, like, uh, what they did on American Gladiators, but not with, like, a metal cage. It's just like a plastic ball you roll down a hill with. Oh, you mean the American Gladiators game where you were in the hamster ball and you had to get to those pods? Right, right. And actually, I'm uh, doing a search on human bowling ball. That's exactly what it is. Actually, it looks like there's a human bowling game, which actually has its own alley and its own pins. And it's from Hammaker Schlemmer, unsurprisingly. the one, Not the one on, uh, that was offered on Pressure Luck, but the one I'm looking at on Google. And that only went for about $5,900, almost $6,000 for the human bowling ball game from Hammaker Schlemmer. Okay. Oh, my gosh. People have too much money if they're buying stupid stuff like this. Another lifetime item, but this one actually is not food. How about a lifetime of family portraits? It says one session a year for 30 years. That's not a lifetime of portraits. Oh, it is. Trust me. Well, well, it depends on on your lifespan, I guess. Uh, Yeah, your mileage may vary. But no, I've done that, and it says $5,250. That seems low. Unless yeah. you're going to uh, like a Olin Mills or a Sears Photo Studio, you know, two things that don't really exist anymore, I don't believe. You're not getting 30 sessions at, at $5,250 at basically what? About $175 a piece? Not happening. Hey, cotton candy for life. Oh, cotton candy for life. And chocolate for 10 years. Ooh, 10 years of chocolate. How about string cheese for life? Oh, that's the dream. String cheese for life. I'm just wondering why they can't get any healthy foods on this. You don't hear anything about, you know, again, I mentioned Omaha steaks, lobster gram. You don't see any of that for a year or 10 years or life. It's all this junk food. Oh, but hey, you know what? You, you talked about toothpaste for life for yeah. 10 years or whatever. Well, you got to keep clean and you got to smell good too. How about deodorant for life? Oh, great. You got toothpaste and deodorant for life. You're set. Yeah. And then popcorn for life. Popcorn for life. Yeah. 
but then we can get into some of the specialized prizes that were in the bonus round. Just remember, they put a prize or two on the board before each round begins. So there's some temptation to go on because, ooh, I always wanted to go to Japan and there's a Japan uh, trip on the board. Or I've always dreamed about owning a pinball machine and there's you know two or three pinball machines on the board. Yeah, so some of these specialized prizes. Oh my gosh. Where to begin? Some of these... A guest wardrobe. I think we'll start there. A guest wardrobe. I didn't know guest was still a thing in the 2020s. I thought that sort of died out about 1990. But also the guest wardrobe, $10,000. Oh, jeez. So it's it's got to be more than jeans. An entire guest wardrobe, clothing, accessories, and a handbag. And I didn't think a guest handbag would be that expensive, but apparently it is. Oh, hold on. You could have six months of personal butler service for $40,000. I would want a butler for a lot longer than six months. That just, I don't know. That, that, that seems like a item that just screams, hey, you had me for six months. How about another six months at $40,000? And then another six months for $40,000. I, I don't like that too much. Uh, how about the flight to Vegas for four on a private jet and five nights uh, stay in Vegas to see Cher in concert? Oh, that's terrific. At $23,340. Oh, that's great. And there's a similar one from Michael Bolton. Yes, that was the clip I played in the year-end show, the Michael Bolton tickets to tease this yes. episode. $13,700. SpaghettiOs for life. Who would want SpaghettiOs for life? But that was one of the things that was on the board. SpaghettiOs for life. How about cheese for 10 years? Cheese for 10 years. Hey, you know, I missed the show two weeks ago because I was at my cousin's graduation dinner at a fondue place. Give me all the cheese. Will we care for cheese on any of the dishes? Uh, cheese it up. Okay, just let me know when. Uh, I, I, I do not need any cheese on, on mine. Cheese it up! My favorite Italian phrase, cheese it up. And you know what was so great about that? Conan was at the Olive Garden. I bet your Virgil would have been proud. Well, there had to be meat sauce there too for oh, Virgil. Oh, there was definitely meat sauce at the Olive Garden. Although Jordan didn't like it because, as we all know, Italians don't like the Olive Garden, but you know what? Those are horrible people. Well, well also, you got to remember, Jordan Schlansky, he thinks he's a legitimate Italian. He thinks he has Italian blood. He thinks he's better than everybody. No, just no. not happening. Hey, he thinks he can say that he's the greatest expert on Indiana Jones. We have a guy on our staff named Jordan Schlansky. He's an yeah. associate producer. Wow. This guy has built a religion around the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, he knows everything about them. If you don't mind, uh, we thought it'd be interesting if he tested you on your Indiana Jones trivia right now. Let's get, let's get Jordan Slansky in here right now. There's Jordan Slansky. Thank you. Yeah. He's a nice looking man. He's a nice looking man, yes. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> This isn't going the way I thought it would. 
<laughs> All right, then. Jordan has a question. He's going to try and stump you. Uh, Jordan, why don't you uh, let her rip? Well, the bullwhip in the original film belonged to the stunt coordinator and was made by David Morgan in Washington State. It was eight feet in length and was made of calfskin with a 12-plate overlay. Subsequently, kangaroo hide versions were used in the following two sequels. They were most often 10 feet and had red hide falls at the end. What was the color of the original whip's fall? <laughs> Who gives a Oh, hey, a Disney fairy tale wedding. Oh, that's got to be expensive. Oh, yeah, it includes a magical reception, arriving in Cinderella's coach, spending a night in the Cinderella's castle suite for a contested and 25 guests. So, wait, the Cinderella castle suite? Well, you see John O'Hurley there? Because apparently he was at the Cinderella castle at Thunder in Paradise, remember? Yeah, that's called back to like two weeks ago we mentioned that. But yeah, we did mention it on Thunder in Paradise too. You're right. How about Socks for Life? Socks for Life. Now, hold on. This is make think. It's $6,000, but you only get 400 pairs. I've never paid $15 a pair for socks in my life. I mean, they must be really nice socks, but still... 400 pairs, $6,000. That, I don't know, that just doesn't ring well with me. But again, I, I don't buy $15 pairs of socks. Now, this one I think is interesting. It doesn't explain what it is. I'm guessing this might be a first edition of this, or maybe it's a signed edition of it, or maybe a combination of the two. A Wizard of Oz book, $6,000. Wow, it has to be like an original. I, it has to be like a first edition or a signed version for that price. Absolutely. Oh, how about for th every week for 30 years, Pepsi? And oh. they have some numbers here. It's $7,784 of Pepsi. And here's how it breaks down. One 12 pack a week, every week for 30 years. And the conversion factor here for 30 years 1,755 gallons of Pepsi. I'm sorry, 1,755 gallons. For some reason, I see this, this spa being filled with all this Pepsi, like a David Letterman stunt. 1,755 gallons of Pepsi, and, and maybe he goes in there wearing like a suit of, of Mentos or something. It sounds like a Letterman thing. Hold on. A Dan Marino PSA 10 rookie card in mint condition. Yeah, I remember that being offered. I wish I saw the price on it because actually that night I went on eBay to see what they're going for. And they're not cheap because, again, PSA 10, that's as good as it gets just about. And I want to say at the time it was like it wasn't all that much. I want to say maybe like on eBay, $1,500. I'm sure it's worth a lot more now, especially since the price of cards has just exploded over the last two years. But yeah, I remember that on the show. How about five years worth of diapers? $5,583. Now I know why I don't have any kids. $5,000 for five years of diapers. 
That's crazy. How about 10 human hair wigs? 10 human hair wigs. But think about it. That could be useful. Again, from experience, since my sister had cancer and so did my mother, my mother never wore a wig. But my sister, in the final year of her life, she wore human hair wigs because she didn't want it looking unnatural. She wanted to look like, you know, an actual, I don't want to say an actual human being, not to disrespect my sister, but she wanted some sort of authenticity. And she also didn't want to wear bandanas because she literally had not a hair on her head. So it does make sense. And those are expensive. I can tell you that. I remember uh, how much my sister's costs. So I could, uh, I have an idea as to how much this would be nowadays. Oh, maid oh. service, 13000 for a full year. I think I'm fine. I can vacuum by myself. I, I can vacuum. I can clean up uh, Benoodle's litter box. Yeah, I think I'm cool there. I'll save the $13,000. Yeah. How about gourmet ice cream every month for a year? Two pints of two different flavors, including toppings, plus a brand new French door refrigerator. And even the French door refrigerator, that doesn't add much value to this, but listen to this amount. $9,741. I would imagine a stainless steel French door refrigerator might be like $4,000, $3,000. You're getting two pints of two different flavors every month for a year. So that's 24 pints of ice cream Plus toppings, you, how many toppings do you need with 24 pints of ice cream? That ice cream cannot be like $5,000, $6,000. But also at the same time, in the back of my mind, that refrigerator can't be eight or $9,000. 24 pints of ice cream. I mean, even if they're Ben and Jerry pints, that's like $4 a piece. So that's $100. Don't tell me that refrigerator is almost $10,000. Do not tell me that. And everything better stay cold. That, that thing better be cold as soon as I take it out of the, the, the box for $10,000. That's incredibly outrageous. I almost feel like right here, me saying that's incredibly outrageous, putting John Chuck in there. Fridge store refrigerators, that's outrageous. How about a trip to see John Legend for an experience in both coasts? One show plus a meet and greet with John Legend at Radio City Music Hall and the other at a concert in L.A. I'm fine, thank you. I'm not a John Legend fan by any means. But you could be Chrissy. That would be the one benefit. You're absolutely right. I could meet Chrissy, assuming she tags along for the tour, but I'm not a John Legend fan. I don't don't care for him, so... Oh, we talk about lip sync battle. Jeez. No, I'd be talking about Chrissy. Seriously. That that would be the only reason I'd go there. Okay, hold on a second. How about nine thousand dollars worth of preschool supplies? Well, now I remember that episode, and the person that played that bonus round, she had a dream of owning her own preschool. So the supplies probably go beyond crayons and desks and paper. Yeah, I'm sure there's some computers involved. Yeah, it includes and an some I, iMac, uh, yeah, iPads, exactly, right. MacBook Pro, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Being in education, as long as I have that stuff's not cheap, especially uh, if you go through Staples or office Depot or office max or whomever uh, is around nowadays. How about chips and salsa? Oh, chips and salsa. And, and th- this looks like it's it's local to Los Angeles. So I don't know how you get it if you don't live in Los Angeles. Once a week for 20 years, $8,760. Those better be some darn good chips and salsa. Two car packages I want to talk about really fast. One that was hit and won. The Tesla Model X, which you see on the art for this episode, $160,890. But then they also offered at one point a BMW and the Tesla Model X. You got to figure combined, that's well over $200,000. That's insane. And I think we're going to end on this because this is a good note to end on. In honor of Chica, who's not with us this week, a nurse's spa day for the contestant and all the nurses at the hospital that the contestant worked at, including massages, mani-pedis, cocktails poolside at the cabanas, and an overnight stay. Sit down for this price. What? $39,961. Oh, my God. I know the nurses are underappreciated. I can only imagine how many nurses work in that hospital. And obviously they can't all go on the same day because you're going to be short staffed somehow, but $40,000 for spa days for all the nurses. And I know Chico's not a nurse. He's uh, more of a, like a phlebotomist, a a test taking type, but I think his uh, sister is a nurse. So there you go, Chico. We miss you. We hope you're enjoying your little time off. Same to your sister. You deserve it. Don't spend $40,000 on spa days for you two. And I hope Kiesel somewhere is not dreaming about Don Lemon. Oh, I think you know she is. Oh, yeah. I, I think we've actually mentioned that a couple times. I, I think we know her mad crush on Don Lemon, who has zero interest in you, Kiesel. Sorry. But we love you, Kiesla. Oh, we love Kiesla. She's like a part of the family. Maybe she wants to have him get lemonade or something. I don't know. No, she wants Don's lemonade. That's what she wants. Don's lemonade. Yeah, we get it. I know you do. That's why I emphasized it. Oh, my gosh. But what a show. And... Well, we saw some crazy prizes over the near 40-year history of pressure luck. And you know what they all had in common? They were things on TV. Yeah, they were. They were definitely things on TV. And I can only imagine what they're going to pull out for the new season. And as of the time we're recording this, the new season just finished taping. Oh. Or or maybe I should say recording because it's not to tape. Obviously, it's all digital. But... The most recent season, just within the last, I want to say, four days uh, as of the time we're recording. So by the time you hear this, 10 days ago, talking about like the 23rd of May, 24th of May, they finished uh, recording all the episodes for season four. It's a wrap. 
obviously we don't have any sort of spoilers yet, but who knows what contestants they have on? Who knows how lofty their dreams are? Who knows how lofty the budget is? I mean, we've seen prizes actually taken off the board and won that are six figures. Teslas that are like 160 some thousand dollars. So it could happen. It has happened. It could happen again. So please, when the new season premieres, if it's later this month in June, or if it's, as I said, 4th of July-ish, please watch, please enjoy, please support it. I mean, seriously, it's like one of the best things ABC has done in recent years. Pyramid's great. Match Game had a good run. Looks like Supermarket Sweep is sort of on hiatus, probably kind of dead in the water. But Pressure Luck is, I would say, the second best game you can see on ABC right now. Maybe third if you count some of the Jeopardy tournaments. That's sporadic. That's special programming. Or Holy Moly. Holy Moly is fun. Holy Moly is really fun. I'm going to give them credit because Tessator and uh, Rob Riggle work so well together. Even in spite of the person who produces the show is Steph Curry, that bastard who stole three titles from the Cavs back in the mid-2010s. Just remember... They blew a 3-1 lead. Let's never forget that. That's it. They blew a 3-1 lead in 2016. We got ours. We have had a title here in Cleveland in like 52 years at the time. I'm happy. You know, one out of four, not good. But you know what? For a city that hasn't had a title in my lifetime, I'll take it. One is better than nothing. One is absolutely better than nothing. Now we need the Guardians to do something. I feel almost feel like the meme of the, the person with the stick. Come on, move, wake up. That's how I feel about the Guardians right now. You've got this great pitching, but you can't hit for crap. Wake up. Gee, that doesn't sound familiar. It sounds like the last four or five years in Cleveland baseball. But anyhow, you know, we're getting off track again, getting off tangent. Yeah, you could go to our website. <laughs> it was a thing on TV.com where you can listen to all the past episodes of this show. You can listen to all the live shows, all the mini-sodes, all the director's cuts, all the It Was a Thing on TV presentses, if that's even a word. Well, recently on Place to Be Nation Pop, we just released the drop of The Famous Teddy Z, Here's Boomer, and The Noid. Three great episodes, if you ask me. Oh, terrific. Teddy Z was real fun. Oh, Bobby the Chimp. Let's be honest. That's a show legend. You said it earlier. Show legend. He's up there with Clifford the Inbred Dog from the parade. But also, I want to add, just recently, we uploaded our 350th file. So when you're talking about the live shows and the mini-sodes, and uh, the back to the Spideyverse stuff. Yeah, the and the all our regular shows. Yeah, we have over three hundred and fifty episodes up. Yeah, three hundred and fifty. Well, this is going to be three fifty three. Well, no, three fifty four. This is going to be three fifty four. Because the Noid. Comes this out. yeah, this should be three fifty four. Yeah. So yeah, plenty of options. You have many hours of stuff to hear. At uh, our Podbean site, at it was the thing on TV.com. But also, 
most everything, if not everything, is on YouTube. So definitely go to the channel, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Stop it out. And that'll keep you up to date with all our fresh new uploads. Speaking of new, fresh uploads, next week, hey, we got another listener request that I think this was back, I want to say about January-ish, this person requested this. Maybe well, it was even earlier than that. It was that. last year, because this was around the time we did High School USA 83. And this is kind of like a semi-sort of sequel to that, but not really. Because it has two of the stars from High School USA 83 in it. And I remember it from back in the day. And yeah, it did have two of the, the stars, two of the big stars on television at the time. Wait, wait, let me take it a step further. Two of the big NBC stars at the time. Yes. And I'm sure you could possibly guess who one, if not both are. One of them is not... Mr. Black. Oh, I don't think he was. I don't even... Those. I'm sorry, I don't even want to know what Mr. Black would do on this movie. Probably sell Doritos. Probably do a lot of illegal things. But Oh, oh you're talking about the Black Mr. Black. I'm sorry. Yeah, that Mr. Black wasn't a big thing in 1985, not as big as the Black Mr. Black, the primetime Mr. Black. Oh geez, I'm going to have to do a ton of editing there, but Mr. Black in there. But the but... second episode We've talked about this so much. This is going to be like ripping the Band-Aid off. Oh, this is going to be so horrible. It's going to be so horrible. But we've referred to it. I mean, even within like the last three weeks, we referred to it. And we said, we're doing it soon. We're doing it soon. Well, guess what? Soon is coming up. Soon is next week. Oh, I'm... Uh, This is going to be a tough one. I... I, oh my god! I, I can't believe I have to watch this show. I, I didn't watch this originally when it aired, and I certainly don't want to watch it now. But nobody wants to watch this now. Well, well, this didn't last that long because nobody did watch it. So yeah, of course. But that capitalized on a very popular bit player, let's say, on sitcoms uh, at the time, and. Oh, I think there's a little bit of stereotyping here. I think we're going to need to bring out the bleach. I think it's going to, we're going to feel dirty afterwards. We're going to need to take a shower or something. Yeah. But that's all happening next week. Right here on It Was a Thing on TV. As always, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Wow! Oh, thank goodness this taping session's over. All right, I'm going to play some video games now. Hey, Greg! You have to do everything I say, because if you don't, Mike and Chico, they both go away. Do you know what I'm saying? I love you, Greg! Can you say it? I love you, Whammy. Can you say it again? <laughs>